Welcome back to Fright Central. I'm Doc, back here again with Keck, and uh, this will be our uh, end of the year kind of wrap up of what we just kind of watched recently. We'll go into our favorite uh, TV and movies uh, in January, uh, but this, yeah. this will be the last one. This will probably be uh, out around Christmas, so uh, I guess Merry Christmas and Happy New Year. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Well, yeah. Um, is there any um, content that's, that's still uh, yet to come out that's going to be coming out in the next couple of weeks before the new year? Uh, any like horror content that you know that's going to be coming out before or just after Christmas? In theaters, I don't think so, but I know there's a bunch coming, like, you know, that's either out now, like um, Christmas, Bloody Christmas, uh, by the guy who did VFW, and... Uh, they're doing uh, they're doing another Bloody Christmas? No, it's called Christmas, Bloody Christmas. It's oh, okay. I saw it last night, it's basically like, um, what if the Terminator was a Santa Claus, and like, it's... it's <laughs> so it's sort it's of... Not, yeah, it's not that great. I mean, there's some good gore in it, but like overall, yeah. it's, it's kind of like, especially compared to like his other movies. I mean, you watched VHW, VFW. Oh, I loved it. Yeah, yeah, I, and, I loved uh, it. I was almost really human. Glad yeah. And uh, he did Bliss as well. So like, I, I thought he had a good track record, but this one I thought wasn't that great. So the, yeah, um, that it, it it fell short of expectation. Yeah, I think so. It was a little well, too VFW was great. Um, how, how, when was, uh, in terms of like, uh, his progression, when, uh, was VFW made in order? Uh, is this like his first film since VFW or? Oh yeah. Yeah. I think it was almost human. And then I think Bliss was next. And then I think VFW. Oh, okay. Uh, Or it could be VFW then Bliss. I don't know. They came out around the same, within like a year of each other. So, but then this one. I mean vfw is freaking excellent so i mean you know if he had a dud then so be it but uh glad he gave us vfw that was a that that was that was a very very fun movie yeah that was very 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 fun movie um what else what else uh has been uh on your uh itinerary uh coming i haven't really like got anything on my list just right now i mean you know, like like i said it's the end of the year so yeah uh nothing's really like stood out for me at least horror wise i mean i do want to see that uh violent night movie with um david harbour as the as santa claus it's basically die hard but santa claus is john mcclain oh uh, yeah I, I i don't i don't know about that oh uh, yeah it's like john, john leguizamo and like his his like group like you know invade some rich people you know trying to rob them for money it's it's basically the diehard plot but then like uh santa claus is real and he's played by david harbour and like he ends up like saving the family and stuff like that and it's supposed oh. to be like uh, uh, supposed to be like a horror action comedy is is how it looked so and that's out this, now you you saw this already or no. this is about to come out it's out oh. now yeah oh it's down there oh yeah. okay cool 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 yeah i've been um i recently watched uh well i watched the uh terrifiers because um i had seen the first we talked a little bit about it i think in um yeah i think i mentioned it to that, you 
uh, yeah. how we talked a little bit about um the director because um art the clown the you know the killer and all the uh all his movies uh you know his uh michael myers if you will um which mccall he's uh, i was just looking at uh films that he has done and uh like all hollows eve and terrifier one terrifier two mostly everything else he did were all shorts so like his whole career has kind of been about like this art the clown character who is like this really really horrifically fucking sadistic mute mime clown and uh i i gotta tell you when you had mentioned terrifier to me i was like why are you watching it like because i had seen it years ago i remember thinking like aside from like seeing like one of the most beautiful actresses ever like otherwise i just remembered it being gory and i remembered him sawing a woman in half but yeah. otherwise i didn't really think very much more of it but then when you had told me terrifier 2 came out and i looked it up on imdb and i saw that it got like really good ratings and then i noticed that some people had dressed up as art the clown on halloween and now apparently there's like a lot of interest in the character and i'm almost certain that they're going to be doing a third one yeah so, i think the only reason i had brought it up was because it was out like it came out yeah. in theaters as like a limited run and I'll, and then like it was getting good reviews and I was like, yeah. oh, well, let me go back and watch the first one. Cause I remember when I watched yeah. the first one, I was just like, eh, it's whatever. Like the core is good, yeah. whatever. So I'd gone back and watched the first one and then like it kept doing like well enough in theaters that they just, you know, kept where they were, they were like, it was only supposed to be like a limited run of like a week. And then it like did so well, they were like, okay, well, here's another week. Okay. Here's another week. And it was at the time where like, there wasn't a lot coming out, but like it was still doing well with like, a bunch of other movies that were out so it was doing well enough to stay in theater so i mean i yeah. think i mentioned that i did think it was a little too long i didn't think the story was that great but i mean i did think the, the gore was was pretty good that's for sure yeah i I, I thought the gore at times was almost a little bit overkill um well yeah, you I know what it that. was is that the gore the way it was done to it this guy he's very sadistic like he doesn't like just want to kill you like he really enjoys like sapping like every last inch of pain out of his victim that he can um and but he likes to kill you rapidly though it's not like days of torture or anything like that but when he kills you he likes to uh hit you at maximum impact if you yeah. will like ripping off your skin and then uh hitting you with salt and bleach or something like that yeah. and you know uh you know doing stuff like that he takes like great pride into it he seems to enjoy preying on females over males um and uh you know but um yeah i mean i i enjoyed terrifier too it was a bit long um uh it got a little bit be it got a little bit ridiculous i thought at the very end uh yeah. because 
there wasn't in the in All Hallows Eve and the first Terrifier. Somebody told me there's All Hallows Eve Part Two. I if that is true, I didn't see it on IMDb, and I haven't seen it personally. I didn't um, see either of them, but I think they're both kind of like um, anthology movies. If I'm not maybe, mistaken, well, so. I know the first one there was an All Hallows Eve that was a short. Yeah. So okay. yeah, I think they're. Could, yeah, he did a he did a lot of shorts involving the Art the Clown character. But um, you know, I mean, I don't know. I, I, I in general liked it and um, you know, I I mean there's not too much more, I guess I could say about it because there's nothing like really remarkable in it. I mean, it's just this clown that goes around fucking killing people and doing it in very gory brutal manners yeah. um there's not too much more to say than that um there was i had never seen i can't remember her name but the actress in terrifier 2 is a beautiful young actress i had not seen her in anything else uh before that but um she has like this xena warrior princess vibe going that uh i thought was like kind of weird and didn't really like fit into it yeah i uh, thought it was gonna be some weird thing where like her father was gonna end up being art the clown or something like that uh, yeah, I, I, like the, they didn't I, go that direction it was still like okay what the fuck like it was real weird yeah, yeah there was like magic sort of involved yeah. at the end where she's like sewer comes back from the dead and i don't know like she's yeah. dressed like xena with wings and stuff like that and i mean i don't know i i enjoyed it and i'm looking forward to them making a part three because even though at the end of the second one art guys head chopped off but uh the way in which they ended it check it out if you are into good gore uh they're almost definitely going to make a part three. Oh, yeah. Head chopped off or not, like Art the Clown, you know, he shot himself in the head point blank. Part of his brain came out at the end, and he seemed to come back and was fine, like that scene at the morgue. Where seemed like it didn't really even start. phase him that much. <laughs> yeah, he, he put a new eye in. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, he cut somebody's eye out and put that eye in. His vision seems to be all right now. Yeah. The brain, like his skull missing, didn't phase him that much. Uh, he did care about his clown suit because he went to the dry cleaners yeah. or the laundry mat to wash it and stuff. So he cares about his appearance. That's yeah. cool. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I mean, I don't know. I enjoyed it. I'm a fan of the franchise. I don't, I, I was saying that, um, I guess you could call it a franchise. I, I, with the interest and with the well reception, like you said, in theaters, I think that there's going to be another one, but I, I'm wondering if like it, if it gets produced by like a larger um, company, like say Paramount or something, I'm wondering if they're going to ask him to tune down the sadistic violence or not. So mm -hmm. I'm not sure if like major studios will accept it, but um, I do foresee a Terrifier 3 probably with a larger budget and being 
real ridiculous and that i'm looking forward to that i hope there is and yeah, uh, i think it made enough money where like even if they yeah. don't do an uh get a bigger studio he'll have the budget from that money that movie that he made yeah. money off of to do this one so it is sort of i just hope they kind of like explain some of the story a little bit better yeah <laughs> that, that would that would have been cool um i like that he's got that like mute vibe going to like that whole mime thing like you know no dialogue he doesn't even i haven't even heard him grunt in pain like you yeah. know like when he gets like stabbed or something like that or shot like he makes no sounds whatsoever like even michael myers made sounds even jason made grunts before like that motherfucker's straight up mute so i don't know if, if you're into like gory horror i recommend terror i did like the i don't uh, really have much more to say about yeah than that. i like i like the soundtrack the 80s like 80s vibe yeah soundtrack. that 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 was cool yeah. too yeah that was cool too um you know like i said all the actresses are beautiful so you know you have your you know slasher horror like icon candy type thing going on too um although it's not i wouldn't consider this like a slasher thing but well there is a lot of it's slashing. definitely a slasher yeah there, there, yeah there, there is a lot of slashing but uh yeah i mean if you're into gory horror terrifier uh they made all Hallows eve so you basically have three installments to watch and you uh, guys i don't know i i think you could just start with terrifier you don't like i didn't see all Hallows eve i didn't know about it till you mentioned it so. i'm just saying if you want to see all three oh, yeah, of yeah, the yeah. movies that he's made and you want to see all of art the clowns start with all hollows eve which is basically just terrifier part like 0.1 and then go into terrifier one and then terrifier two and you'll have seen the story of art the clown yeah. um other than that i've been watching um the show uh i believe it's made by showtime called yellow jackets and oh, yeah. it's about it's about like this high school soccer team that gets um sort of like uh they're it's sort of a cross between if you've seen Alive where that um rugby team crashes and I think it's like somewhere in Argentina um and they're like you know snowbound in the plane and I thought it was like the Alps re yeah in the Alps somewhere and they're or the indie i don't know somewhere but anyway um they have to resort to cannibalism and then there's also like sort of like that was like willing cannibalism in you know alive like if they died like you know what i mean they would get eaten this also had a cross of like lord of the flies in it too where it was sort of survival of the fittest there's also elements of comedy. Um, there's noteworthy performances by Christina Ricci. She was really, really, really good in it. Um, Juliette Lewis, who I haven't seen uh, on the screen that much recently, may return in it. And her performance uh, was great. I mean, my goodness gracious. I had to look up Juliette Lewis's age, though, because... Uh, I found out she was 49. She looks like she's like 70. Like, you know, she uh, has not. I mean, I don't know if it was done intentionally that way or if she just hasn't like aged really well. But she looked um, 
Well, she was supposed to play like sort of like a drug addict, and yeah, she pulled it off like really, really well. But hey, I'm a Juliet Lewis fan, not trying to talk shit. The girl just looked a little bit banged up in this. Uh, she really played her character well, that's for sure. Um, it is interesting. Um, you know, it starts off where you think like, oh, wow. This is going to be full on, like, from the first, like, maybe 15 minutes of the first episode. You're like, oh, wow, this is going to be really brutal. And I was like, you know, uh, you know, pure horror. I haven't, you know, I had not even heard about. I was like, how did this one pass me by? But then what I didn't realize is that Showtime had already agreed to two seasons. So season one was just going to be the first half of the story. Yeah, going season two comes that, out in March, I believe. Yeah, so. I, I did not know that going in. So I was expecting them to get into like the real hardcore cannibalism as the show went along and I kept waiting and it never came. So the body of the first season, like in between like episodes, like two to like maybe eight or something, they have some, there's like, uh, I wouldn't say it's flashbacks because they are showing like both things. They're showing them as adults and they're showing them stranded as teenagers at the same time. The story just keeps going back and forth. I wouldn't say that they presented it as flashbacks. So you have the two stories kind of running concurrently. It, I don't know. There's suspense involved. But it kind of gets like a little bit like soap opera -y in the body of it, if you know what I mean. Uh -huh. um, there's not like, but there's always like an element of like horror and suspense going on. But like, I thought the body of it, because like um, it deals with their lives as grownups and they're having like affairs on their husband. And one of them is running for state senator of New Jersey. Uh, so yeah, they're, by the way, it takes place. The girls are from New Jersey. So that's where the soccer team is from. And they are stranded. They're flying from New Jersey, I believe to Seattle. They don't make it clear exactly where the plane goes down. So I'm going to deduce that uh, the, the flight path from Jersey to Seattle would probably take you across like very rural northern Montana or extremely rural Washington state where, you know, there's you know, there's, you know, 50 to 100 square miles, like probably uninhabited. But uh, what's a little bit different is they're quickly able to find shelter. They find like this cabin out in the woods, which made me think like they can't really be that far out there. If like, you know what I mean? They found a cabin that somebody built and there's even an airplane there. I don't know, it's kind of weird. It's got a lot of potential. But the first season was like just kind of like a build up to everything. I'm not going to get too much more into it because there's a lot of cool shit that happens. But I know you haven't seen it, so I don't want to go into too many spoilers. Yeah, I'll watch and, it before season yeah. two comes out. But um, yes, but like you said, you said it's not coming out till March. Yeah. So you plenty have you have plenty of time. So yeah. it's nothing that I would say. Um, is like uh something pressing 
Um, other than uh, well, speaking of uh, speaking of, Jack, of yeah, uh, Christina Ricci, um, I oh watched, yeah, I watched the new uh, Wednesday Wednesday uh, Adam yeah. series, which uh, has Catherine Zeta Jones playing uh, Morticia and Luis Guzman is Catherine uh, Zeta Jones plays Morticia. Yeah, and Luis uh, I, Guzman uh, plays Gomez. And Fred Armisen plays. Uh, Wait, uh, Luis Gomez plays what? Yeah, I didn't know that. Yeah, it's oh, well, it's more accurate to the original like comic book of the way like the design is and stuff like that. Oh, I didn't I didn't and, even know it started off as a comic book. Yeah, uh, yeah, I did way back in the day. Uh, well, Jenna Ortega plays Wednesday Adams, and uh, yeah, she looks what? great. The makeup she, she's, and everything. Yeah, she's yeah. perfect. Uh, Gwendolyn Christie plays like the principal and then uh christina ricci plays like one of the teachers at the school well, as well that was the thing i did notice because like i i haven't actually like sat down and watched the full episode obviously if i didn't know Luis guzman and Catherine zia jones were characters in it i haven't but um they're only in, like rebecca's two episodes been, maybe so yeah yeah well rebecca's been watching it and i often will like listen to it if i'm in the next room so i'll like walk in if i hear something Something cool like a guy got his dick like eaten off by piranhas. That's I, like the uh, opening noticed. scene. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, like so. Like I was like, "What the fuck is all that screaming?" So like I went in, like uh, you know, I was able to see like how they had like Jenna Ortega set up, and I saw the scene where she was like fencing some girl or something yeah. like that. They were at like some. It kind of reminded me of Harry Potter, the school that they were at, sort of, because it was for like freaks and geeks and. People well, yeah, the uh, the basic plot is like she, like you know, uh, gets that swim guy's, uh, you know, dick like bitten off by the pros because they were messing. And somehow with the she's not juvenile. <laughs> yeah. And uh, well, because they have the uh, the Gomez's have like influence, I guess. And yeah. so instead of being yeah. you know uh, charged wherever they, she gets sent off to like a, a school for outcasts like her. They're and, very wealthy, right? The Adams yeah. family was yeah. like very very wealthy. Yeah. And yeah, they have like inns and stuff, and and yeah, um, and she has like this like you know like seeing power as well and i just like i mean i enjoyed the show but at the same time it felt way too much like uh the chilling adventures of sabrina we're like oh, you know it's this I, teen... I never I yeah never i know you never watched it but uh i but yeah. it's basically like you know this teen girl who has these powers goes to the school for other kids like her even like the um the 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 school rival that she has you know the person that you saw her fence with yeah they look very similar and act very similar like really yeah and like uh yeah they they even team up at one point you know what i mean so like oh and, well i can't yeah i thought it was now. a little too similar to that i want it more like not like uh when i say like i want it more am's family i don't necessarily mean like more of like the whole family which is which is always nice because like i thought yeah. everyone was really great but i just mean i wanted to have that more feel where it's like she's the outcast in a normal society you know kind of yeah. like the original adams family where like they were the only weird ones and like they had to live in like this normal world and everyone kind of looked at them strange where like i didn't like the fact that like she went to like a place where like there was other people that were like werewolves or vampires and like other stuff like that and i was like it's 
if that's not what Adam's family is, you know what I mean? But other than that, I, yeah. mean, I still enjoy the show. But uh... That kind of crushed me because I was in the other room and Becky's yelling. She's like, Brandon, 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 come in here. Check this out. And I'm like, oh, I was looking forward to it. I'm thinking this cool thing. She had paused it and uh, hit play. And I thought it, I guess like uh, Wednesday's roommate is a werewolf and she had rainbow claws. And I was like, you called me in here for fucking that. Like that's extremely <laughs> fucking big time. And you were the person that clarified me that she had, I guess, painted her claws. Well, no, she painted her nails and she couldn't fully yeah. transform as a, as a werewolf yet. As a werewolf. So and... like, that's why she was kind of there at that school. And like, she could only bust out her claws. Oh, she was like at that school to learn how to transform into a werewolf. Yeah. yeah. Oh, oh so, okay. And uh, that's where, like, your parents had sent her, you know, because she, they were like, "Oh, the, the, you'll learn, you'll be with other people, other werewolves like you, and hopefully you'll, you'll know, you know, transform." It's kind of like going you'll through figure, you'll, puberty. You'll you figure know? that whole thing. Yeah, yeah I, I don't see that girl, that girl turning into a werewolf, but whatever. She, um, she did the, by the end, but uh, well, the the one parallel thing I uh, had noticed, and this is what ties into Yellow Jackets, is that. Christina Ricci's character from I did watch uh some of her and I was like telling Becky, I was like, that's like basically her exact character from Yellow Jackets. So I was wondering if like when they approached uh Ricci to do it, they were just like, yo, you know, could you just basically take that character from Yellow Jackets and just carry it on over and you know, instead of being like, you know, a psychotic nurse, you're a headmistress of, or, you know, a teacher at this school. But you told me. She definitely has I a said, uh, darker side and she's more yeah, involved in the story than just a teacher. That far, so, I didn't yeah. see that far along. So I didn't know. I thought she was just like a normal teacher. But when you said that she had a darker side, then yeah, she pretty much just took the character from Yellow Jackets yeah. <laughs> and just moved. She would. She even was like dressed sort of the same as she was um, in Yellow. So there was like a parallel there. But hey, that's cool. I mean, hey, it worked for fucking Johnny Depp. Like yeah. when he was Hunter S. Thompson, uh, and he got the call to do Pirates of the Caribbean. They were just like hey, uh, we're basically looking for the character you played as Hunter S. Thompson, but instead we want you to be an eccentric pirate. Yeah. And the Pirates of the Caribbean <laughs> franchise did very, very well, and Johnny Depp pretty much went crazy from that point on. Yeah, it so, seemed like uh, once, he, I think if, I feel like you followed Hunter S. Thompson along around too much, where like that kind way, of way, character after yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, he got way too invested into that character. Yeah. And then, uh, you know, and then at some point married uh, Amber Heard. We will never, ever talk about that on this yeah. cast. No, anyway. But, uh, but is there anything uh, anything else uh, noteworthy that you've seen recently other than uh, Pearl that we were going to mention a bit? Uh, I, well, I, I had mentioned Pearl a little while ago. I know you yeah. just got around I to had, it. Yeah, it was still in theaters. When... Uh, I think it's going to be available soon. Um, but uh, I watched the menu um for thanksgiving and uh oh, bone, and bones and <laughs> the all menu for thanksgiving yeah 
I planned on doing, I wanted to do a, 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 a double feature of the menu and Bones at All, but I didn't get a chance. I ended up watching Bones at All a couple uh, weeks later. Uh, now, did you see this in theaters or yes. was this streaming? Okay, you were um, in theaters? Yeah. yeah, Bones at All is, you know, described as like a drama horror romance. I would say it was heavily more of a romance first and and a, a, horror, a horror very second. Like the basic plot is like, a young woman who like you know um she's a cannibal and she like the, and, and she falls in love a with lot Tim of cannibalism going yeah. on and yeah and she falls in love with like uh timothy chalamet who is also a, a, a cannibal and they're kind of like you know uh doing oh, like wait, a so they're like experiment. they're like they're not stranded anywhere they're no. cannibals because they prefer to be cannibals that is, they're just born that way and they need to like they can oh, eat regular. So they're food. like when they're born, like Wendigos. Yeah, they never really say like, um, like why they are that way. That's just like it starts off with her and her father, and are together. She she doesn't know her mother, and uh, her father like just leaves after the most recent incident where she was like, you know, attacked one of her like students at like a uh, or one of her classmates at like a sleepover. So like they have to move again. So the father already knows like um she's done this before and like leaves her video uh, like leaves her cassette tapes to like listen to uh like kind of being like hey you don't remember this but this is kind of like this is where it first began and this is so she doesn't need to like necessarily eat all the time but she still has this craving for it like she can uh, eat, like so regular. they actually need to feed so like they're born and right off the bat like they realize the only way to get nourishment is by eating human flesh. No, no, they, it's no, they can eat regular food. It's just they have a craving for it and they can't get away from it. It's kind of like an allegory for addiction in a lot of okay. ways. So, but like, they're, they're born with this but addiction. They're, bor they're born craving human flesh from yeah. a very young age. Yes. And they're aware of that. So, it's like, if, like being born gay, like you're born into cannibals yeah and like, like yeah, she meets okay. like one other like older gentleman along the way who can like smell her from a distance as like hey i i recognized your smell as another meat eater oh uh, so it's almost like, like they're like vampires or werewolves or something like they can detect their own kind like they yeah know in that, a way like, yeah you have and, you have this thing like yeah yeah, and then uh, then she meets Timothy Timothy Chalamet, who I thought was uh, really great in this movie as well. But um, yeah, then like they kind of go on like this you know cross country thing where like you know she she's going to look for her uh, birth mother um, to see like if that was one of the reasons behind it and stuff like that. But it is heavily a romance movie. I don't want people going in thinking it's it's a straight up horror. It is more of a romance like love story drama first drama with, cannibal well, I with, mean, it sounds, with like the cannibal backstory it's very it is very and oh and it's by the guy who who uh did the remake of uh suspiria luca oh, cool. oh luca cool. Nuno, or i don't know how to say his name but the uh, one that uh dario argento so eloquently patronized yeah yeah it's <laughs> so like you know that his visual style it, it looks it looks really good Oh, uh, what about what about what about uh, the soundtrack? How 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 was the music? 
music's good yeah the, good, everything good, about good. this movie was really good it's just oh, i'm gonna ch- i'm gonna check that it's one worth out. That's checking out i just don't yeah. want you to be like oh hey that wasn't really that horror you know what i mean yeah yeah no i get it's, that it's, no, it's that... definitely more of a romance yeah no i'm 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 cool with that yeah um well yeah i mean i'd like to i'd like to discuss pearl i guess in a little bit more detail and we might have to do a whole another cast yeah, no i'm not have a lot of time you, yeah you uh you got a little bit ahead of me that's where i was yeah. going i was gonna say like i really enjoyed pearl i'd like to talk about it um a little bit more in depth but um i'm thinking maybe like um our end of the year wrap-ups we could maybe like discuss that a little bit more because it's definitely like worthy of discussion i did not enjoy it as much as x i don't know if um your opinion oh yeah i'd like that i like that better but mia goth was really good we'll do a whole other cast on that i want to talk about the menu real quick yeah it was it was was, i'm just wanted to say i thought i really enjoyed it and um we we haven't forgotten that it's definitely something we're going to discuss in greater length but yeah what uh what's the men the menu sounds like it would have been the cannibal film you would think but i don't want to i don't want to spoil it but it's it would be not... it would, the menu would be a good title for a can you know what I yeah, mean yeah so that's why I thought they were both going to be like cannibal movies yeah. but the menu is not a cannibal movie but uh it is with um um Ray Fines is like this eccentric like chef who like uh has like this uh, uh private like island that people like pay a lot of money to go like try this guy's food. You know, it's like basically a so bunch it's of like, like Jeffrey fruits. Epstein's island, but instead of underage girls, they're serving wild game. Yeah, no, it's like uh, it's like you know a bunch of food snobs. You know that like <laughs> oh, that well, pay a lot of money yeah. to go eat like you know this this highly you know uh, held up like chefs like you know he always does like a theme around his menu and like and is the food like normal food or is it like crazy eccentric like oh it's it's ex- duck and it's eccentric dwarf. food but it's like all, everything that like is fr- is unnaturally like made from the island and like he tells a story with his like with oh, each okay. menu and each time it's each time it's a different story like uh um one of the characters has done it like be, has done like it five or six times he's gone out there um, but it's like the main the main characters are Nicholas Holt and uh, and Anya T- Taylor Joy. Uh, okay. Uh, they go to the uh, island and he's like this super foodie and she's like not really into it and like and then it kind of becomes a uh, thing about like the chef and his like cooks versus like the people that are there eating his food and like he has like ulterior motives for everybody and like oh. he, so like that yeah it's really it was really good i really enjoyed it like and nicholas halt like the whole time even when like um ray fines is like you know uh giving like these speeches and like um like characters are like you know dying real eccentrically and nicholas Holt is kind of like mm, yeah this is really good like like his like <laughs> his like passion for like how into like the fucking food he is is like so fucking like 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 does well, he doesn't care about like what the show is or, or who's dying or i'm whatever. just He's trying like, to get an food. idea of like what he they're not like serving anything like it's not like indiana jones and the temple of doom no. where it's like oh chilled monkey brain 
No, it's like no. it's like sort of normal stuff, but he just like prepares it like very eccentrically. Yeah, and, like this like weird one of the way. one of the uh, one of the because I think it's like five or six different uh, items will come out, and like each one has like a little story, and one of them is like bread without the bread. And it's just oh, like the, okay. the, the side so pieces. Like, and okay. it's like, yeah, it's really sure like fancily like done. Okay, yeah. so it wasn't like a wild game menu or anything no, like no, that. No. It was just but like then there's like real weird. John Leguizamo is like this um, movie star or like this aging out movie star that there and like uh, there's like food critics uh there as well and like and then nicholas halt and then like these other like characters and everyone and this is like a very exclusive event where you yeah. have to be like invited out to the island or is it like for the rich and powerful you like, have to be invited and it costs like 1200 a head to go there. oh okay. and you take like okay, a boat yeah. and it's a boat out to like this uh, island that's not it's not that far out there but so it's, it's like... very exclusive like you can't yeah. even pay your way in you have to be invited like so you, have you have to be invited to and you have to pay yeah okay yeah and then like you can't get off the island unless the unless you get on the boat so like there's definitely a uh i think it's it's definitely worth i i recommend it 1200 ahead isn't like that crazy you know it's not like a million dollars eat the kimono dragon no um but i mean but the exclusivity comes from the fact that you need to be invited out there like you need to know yeah that's cool yeah yeah that's definitely something now have to i love ray fines too. yeah oh it's oh, definitely that's worth that's checking out i yeah, thought it was great yeah. it, was, it was definitely one of my favorite uh movies that i watched recently at least in the in the horror genre actually horror and and beyond i thought it was one of my favorites so all it's right well, worth both checking those out. movies are now at the top of my list yeah, of, uh, of things to check out. The only other thing I uh, I don't even know if this is really worth mentioning. I'll just say it very quickly is there was a show called Severance that I had been trying to check out for a while. With, oh yeah, uh, I want to check that out too. It's on uh, I Apple TV. A, right? uh, yeah, I thought it was a comedy, and I started watching it, and uh, yeah, it's definitely not a. Co- I don't know if it's like horror, but it's definitely sci-fi. And I think it's probably something that we'd be, there's like um, mind manipulation uh, vibes of like eternal sunshine, the spotless mind, if you remember that, where like people like go into work and their work is apparently so sensitive that they have like this implant in their brain and it wipes them clean every time they leave work. So in their mind, they're always at work. Like they'll show up and see that their clothes have changed because when they're at work, they remember everything. When they leave work, they forget everything. When they go back to work, they then remember everything again. So they basically have like two personalities, an Audi and an Innie. <laughs> and that's how it is. So yeah, Audi yeah. Is- yeah, I heard the the story, and everyone that I've talked to says it was really good. Yeah, I, yeah, I, thought, I just went in expecting it to be a comedy with um, I can't think of the name of the lead actor. He was he's been in tons of stuff, mostly comedies. Uh, he was in Parks and Recreation. I want to oh, say Adam Scott. Yes, Adam yeah. Scott. Yeah, he's great, and you know you know him from comedy, but this was definitely not a comedy. But um. Other than that, uh, yeah, I mean, um, on my list of stuff, I plan to finish that out, and I'm going to uh, check out the movies you recommend it. But uh, 
that's pretty much where I am. So and we'll have to do a uh, our <laughs> list of uh, cabinet of curiosities. Uh, oh yes, that yes, as well. that, that's going to come up, and you know we'll give a um, more in depth, uh, have a more in depth conversation about Pearl. Yeah. But uh, otherwise, yeah. that's uh, pretty much it. So uh, I hope everybody has had a well as good of a 2022 uh, as you could have had. And um, anything else to add? No, that's it. Uh, thanks for uh, joining yeah, us. This happy year. holidays. Uh, happy holidays. Uh, have happy a, new have year. a great have a great holiday and happy new year. Yes. And uh, yeah, it's been a pleasure. Peace, um, y'all. Peace.